0: So we want to take you into a journey of your imagination and think back to Avengers age of Ultron. Uh, I'm taking you to this storyline for a specific reason. And we all know how Ultron is created. The artificial intelligence gone a muck. Um, and Ultron, why does he become a villain? His intelligence takes him is so advanced that he sees the Avengers as a threat, or humanity as a threat to themselves, and the Avengers are the problem. Um, What I want to do with this Imagine If is, that doesn't happen. Someone talks Stark off the ledge of pursuing the AI further, and uh, it doesn't happen. But, another being that wants to protect the planet sees the Avengers feels senses i actually don't know how this being always knows when something's going wrong in the planet a being this being yeah All right, i like it i mean I'm, just- I, I'm trying not to give it away too much okay. here okay You're i could right. easily i'm You're calling right. it a being <laughs> but knows when things are going amok in the planet something's going down that i need to come out of my slumber quote unquote i need to wake up i need to get out and I need to go take care of business because this planet, it, I'm a territorial being and this planet is mine. I have peed on it. It is my territory. This is the Kaiju, the famous, none other Godzilla. So here's where we're at. Uh, they're signing with the government. Um, they are wanting to be the shield for the planet. Um, Stark hasn't pursued the AI yet there's just been a lot going on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that has shaken up the planet already, and Godzilla is approaching. There's signals. He's approaching New York. What's happening? And they see this giant kaiju emerge from the sea, and this kaiju, Godzilla, has none other in its sights than the Avengers Tower and taking out the city, knowing that that is the most important threat that it feels to humanity and the earth and the planet this imagine if scenario is essentially how do the Avengers face this formidable foe because this is a foe that they've not faced it I mean the power or we can talk about Thanos and infinity Gauntlet and the power that has but if you are anywhere familiar with Godzilla the dude doesn't quit and he doesn't lose so Godzilla is approaching how do you guys see this going down how do you guys see this this coming about in this, this scenario? I mean, you could call Godzilla the anti-hero of anti-heroes and at this point, the Avengers, they see themselves and obviously in Civil War, we get it, and in Age of Ultron, we get it. Who's the bad guy? Who's the good guy? Who's on the side of right? What do you guys see this going
1: down? Who do you side with? How do you see it shaking out? So, obviously we have the invasion of Of the planet by um, Thanos and uh, his men and we got Loki going on so um, you know obviously this has woken up Godzilla and Godzilla as you've said before is is kind of an anti-hero because he can destroy cities kill people but at the same time he's gonna fight to save humanity then he's got the Avengers who the Avengers are making like he sees them as being so powerful they are literally bringing the city down to its knees and he sees them as a threat so you have the avengers and this is not only the godzilla but you got you got people in the in the world that fear that the avengers are a threat you got human beings that don't have superpowers they they feel that this is a threat to humankind and godzilla doesn't he's not biased he doesn't look at you whether you're human not human He's just kind of wandering around, stomping on cities, power lines. So he's coming out of the... Where he feels the disturbance of the Earth's power. Especially when Thor, you know, uses his lightning and they're using the Tesseract. There's so much of this energy and nuclear energy that's being pulsated into the Earth's planet that he feels this. It's like a beacon. To gamma radiation. I
0: don't even want to know what that does to Godzilla.
1: The beacon is calling him to uh, New York City a good to point. face in the Avengers. Mm-hmm. The Avengers obviously see Godzilla as a threat. So both of these creatures see each other as a threat. Godzilla is a formidable foe. You are not going to penetrate his skin with just a mere Hawkeye's arrows. Uh, Black Widow has no effect whatsoever on the go- Godzilla. Uh,
2: There's actually seven, probably out of the ten of Avengers <laughs> that don't have an. So you're gonna have who has the, a chance? <laughs> literally, the only
1: ones that have a chance is Thor and the Hulk, maybe Iron Man, May, maybe. But Iron Man is not. going to... I mean, look, we threw entire armies at at uh, Godzilla and did nothing. Like, How large can a Man get? Didn't even pierce his skin. And Iron Man is a formidable foe. He might be able to put to try to trip Doctor him. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. We're talking, yeah, Doctor Strange. You know what Avengers are we talking? Drew? So you might. That's true. If it's it, that's true. If we're talking all the Avengers, obviously Avengers win hands down. Yeah. Like, yeah. are you talking our core group of Avengers or?
0: I mean, we can say we can give them the total force of the Avengers
1: here I'm because when the I don't think Avengers this is hands first down. Assemble in like the Avengers one, where you have Cole's right. Thor. When you're talking old,
2: yeah. Um,
1: Black Widow, Black Hawk Widow, Eye. Hawkeye. Um, I don't know. Scarlet Witch is in there. Could easily, I think, one of the most powerful yeah. Avengers. Because yeah. you're right and, uh, about yeah.
0: Thor, because being powerful. But if, but it, if
1: Thor's if, lightning is going to charge up, is, Godzilla. if that just if that yeah. if that gates <laughs> yeah, Thor, which it very true. well
0: could, and and we don't know what gamma radiation does. We know that nuclear radiation feeds up Godzilla feeds up, but if gamma radiation uh, fuels Godzilla, we don't know what kind of effect the Hulk is going to have. On. I mean, the Hulk is obviously can smash, but. There is just a amount of limitation to, like, the size of the Hulk having an impact so on So the Godzilla. Hulk
1: doesn't, is not going to emit gamma radiation? I don't think. No,
2: I don't think so either. I
1: think the only person that is standing at the end and has a chance, it's going to be Godzilla with a flattened city and the Hulk with a flattened city. And the Hulk is going to look like a little miniature person, but then you're going to see this little miniature person walk up to the base of Godzilla and... All of a sudden, Godzilla's going to be spinning around and around and around and around <laughs> and gonna around. He's going to him up by his tail. <laughs> and, and around, and you see some little green man spinning him around and around and around on a tail, and he goes flying miles into the ocean. That's not how it ends, though. Hulk is flying in the air with a super jump following him as he lands on the ocean, and he's beating and beating and beating, beating him down to the bottom of the ocean, beating him, beating him, beating him, beating beating him, beating, beating and he's just so full of rage that he collapses entire internal mountains inside the ocean and buries Godzilla back, but does not kill him, but beats him into another, um, what do you call it, slumber or sleep and mm. until he rises again. And,
2: See, now I like this, and I, and I, I mean the it. Hulk
1: could pick a, a mountain up and throw yes. it on top of Godzilla if we ask him to go that far. We haven't yet because... He's obviously beating. Yeah, but the dude Here's wakes up from
0: like a hundred years sleep and just yeah. bursts out of an iceberg. The Here's size where of a we're
2: torn, torn. We have a lot of Godzilla followers, I'd imagine. Jared, Cole, and I all love Godzilla, and I know Jared's probably signed with Godzilla if we turn this into uh, a uh, rapid fire. But H- Hulk and like, Godzilla is a good battle. But as Tony Stark, yeah, I think Tony Stark is the one that says it. Is that we have a Hulk, so y- you cannot forget the Hulk. And I Unless love you're in Hulk's, Infinity War or Endgame. <laughs> yes, they don't really I, have a Hulk. Yeah, they got Professor Hulk. Now I. I agree with Cole here, and if you guys watch the new Kong Skull Island, I think the battle actually takes place kind of like that to where the Hulk ends up getting a a giant piece of Stark Tower and stuffing it in between Godzilla's mouth, keeping his mouth open. And even though Godzilla's firing out his fire or whatever he wants to breathe, Hulk pulls the top of Godzilla's mouth, holding down Stark's tower for the bottom of his mouth and just rips Godzilla's mouth off his jaw, dislocates his jaw and rips his Rich's Guys, saga. Uh, the i's, Hulk's
0: just too powerful. The Hulk is, but Godzilla literally is just too powerful. Like I, I see that, if you're gonna point it down to just the two Juggernauts, that have the Hulk and Godzilla, I see them to uh, being maybe the last two standing in this because I, we're like, how do you kill the Hulk? The Hulk can't kill himself. But I feel like Godzilla, the only way that the Avengers, now if I see, it, if I think of how they really want to approach this, is they'd have to, to somehow convince. And maybe Doctor Strange. This is where his role is because just teleporting the G- Godzilla somewhere is not going to do it. It, it. He probably will find a way to convince Godzilla, because Godzilla obviously it can't talk. It's a three hundred foot kaiju that breathes nuclear fire out of its mouth and has you know, Doctor Strange painful. can put people but into
1: a prison. It's like a I can't yeah. remember the name of it. It's like an alternate reality he can take them to.
0: But what I think he could do is probably find a way to show Godzilla who the real enemy is. I think the whole goal of the Avengers might be to how do we get this super powerful? They're they're smart. I mean, yeah, they all they're in this fight and they want to protect the planet and the Avengers want to protect, you know, just the like whole just like when the Hulkbuster fights the Hulk, the Iron Man doesn't want to hurt the Hulk. He just wants to contain him because he's destroying yeah. things. I think that there might be a sense, because these Avengers are smart, Iron Man and and the Hulk are the smartest people on the planet, Professor Banner, so, what could go awry here is, one, yeah, one, Godzilla has good intentions, the Avengers have good intentions, what if, you say Loki, but what if somebody can get Godzilla, um, if, like, if Loki has the Tesseract and that there is some type of control over Godzilla? what if there is some type of um, Godzilla gets taken by uh, not if Thanos is in this or not but if if Godzilla is actually fighting the Avengers I feel like it's gonna be really hard for them to be able to overcome a lot of his strengths because he's obviously impenetrable the guy when he's down in a fight the Hulk's gonna maybe the Hulk does get him down maybe he pulls off Coulson Aero. that's it I don't know this specifically like the angrier Godzilla gets the stronger he gets, yeah. but if you were gonna go with evidence from his battles, <laughs> the angrier Godzilla gets, it seems like the stronger he gets. He's always getting double or triple teamed. He gets down, you're like he's out. It's his like short, a rocky, arms. it's like a rocky fight, and then he comes back, and he always rises up, and he always ends up on top, walking on the ocean with his music playing. So I yeah. feel like it's gonna be a tough fight. A lot of things are gonna go wrong, and I don't know. I guess if we want to say, like, all of the city is destroyed, all the Avengers die, and it's just Godzilla and the Hulk having a Peter Griffin chicken fight, and, like, we do sometimes with these juggernauts, but I don't know. I think some other stuff could come into play, or other villains see this power. There's
1: one thing that, I mean, it depends on how you, who what Avengers are thrown in. The Avengers do something very unique in their battles that Godzilla doesn't have. So, most of the time when the Avengers are fighting a battle, each one of the Avengers is focused on a different part of the battle because there's more than one multiple facet coming in. True. And then what they do is they eliminate the surrounding threat and all the Avengers focus their entire energy on the main force of threat. And you got powers and abilities coming from all different angles. They're coordinated attacks. They're they're hitting from the top, bottom, middle, side, and they just beat their enemy into complete and utter submission. Godzilla has no side threats to throw at him. Yeah. So this entire battle is going to be all Avengers force, might, coordination, attack Team plans, yeah. teamwork, yeah. going against one being that is really powerful. But in the end, they've brought down characters like Thanos who would easily, I think, in a matter of uh, minutes, destroy Godzilla. I so, mean, so, Especially could, if, he, yeah. if he has some stones in his gauntlet. It's a done deal. He's done he'll throw a, God, a gosh darn moon at him. He'll pull a moon out of the sky and throw it at his forehead and hit him with a moon. Because
2: I, I think in the end what Cole's trying to say here is the being that Godzilla is, his instincts are just survive. He doesn't... The protect. teamwork, the team survive and protect to where the Avengers have their brains and can interact. And
0: right, So, Cole, that, that's a good point. I could see that happening, but I also give credit to the Avengers of understanding that this is not... Somebody that wants to take over the world. I'm saying, like, I don't know how quickly they catch wind of his approach, but if it is a threat to the city, or or the Avengers are perceiving Godzilla as a threat, Tony Stark's perceiving Godzilla as a threat, they're gonna quickly and instantaneously know every fact that there ever was to know about Godzilla because he's gonna be researching it with all the computer and intelligence and Jarvis. So they're gonna understand Godzilla. They'll know all the history of Godzilla and the lore. These worlds have collided or parallel universes have collided where Godzilla's here. I do think maybe they beat him into submission. Like Cole said, because when they do gang up and they're all doing their thing and we haven't even talked about ant-man, whether he's small or big get involved and they get Godzilla submitted. Is there a way? And I don't know how this looks where they get him. I'm not saying Godzilla becomes an Avenger, but they're like, this is another tool in our Avenger arsenal see, they might see it for the cosmic threat. threats. Yeah. No. What if can they use Godzilla to help? Can they tame Godzilla? Can they use Godzilla? I don't know what Tony Stark. I'm not going to say Tony Stark can't do anything to say, hey, next cosmic threat where we need we have a Hulk and we have a Godzilla because the cosmic threat's that big. I'm just I saying. Think I don't they know. go. The, I think they go the other route. <laughs>
1: they realize at the this this will tie into the planet Hulk maybe it'll be planet monsters because what'll happen is they realize that the Hulk and Godzilla during this fight Ooh. have killed thousands and thousands of people and brought buildings down. And they realize that the Hulk is too much of a threat for the world and Godzilla is too ah. much of a threat for the world. So they actually beat them both down in submission, trap them into a, some kind of spacecraft thing and launched them into deep outer space. And Ooh, they end up crash. Landing onto the It's
2: like, a- the yeah, planets. they banish Hulk <laughs> and Godzilla because it's like the conundrum that Tony Stark's in towards the end of Avengers, where he's like, "We're doing the cities more harm than we are good by killing." And good that's point. the whole thing. That's, like that's probably like, right about banishing. Yeah, a that's monster. what I like about
1: Marvel is, um, DC you don't get as much of this where Marvel brings in the fact that these are superheroes, they have won the battle, and you you're watching like a Saturday morning cartoon. You're seeing this awesome battle, but the... Marvel does a great thing of saying, guys, this isn't reality. Like, if you're reality, you're sitting here watching these Saturday morning cartoons. You've lost loved ones. Buildings have fell. Yeah. People are dead on the streets. The world might be saved, but at what cost? How many lives have... have and they bring that that dilemma, that moral dilemma into yep. their writing.
0: So the nightmare mm-hmm. is this scenario, since it is an and kind of a battle that if this happens in this time period that I've talked about, what if there is that inner debate that we just had and Tony Stark thinks that he can infuse his artificial intelligence into this (laughs) kaiju that they've submitted, put it to sleep and say, now we can just call it when we want and it will, and it is this sentient artificial intelligent being that will do only good. And then we get an Ultron instead of a, instead of a body made of metallic, uh, um, Cyborg, it is. It is a Godzilla Ultron.
1: (laughs) I guess the intelligence is unreal. If you infuse, if you infuse Ultron into Godzilla, We forget about the one power that Godzilla has that we didn't bring up. And I know we could probably take this segment on forever because you're blending two big, deeply rooted worlds. It's true. Godzilla is king of monsters and can call upon other monsters yeah. to support it in a battle. You could get the Mothra coming in to That's take a good a, point. That's so a very important... Godzilla... <laughs> Kaiju. Godzilla has the power to call other monsters to come His battle Avengers <laughs> with him. And then you get a whole slew of monsters. Then you get a much more epic battle. And it does go to what happens... You gotta get a King Kong in there. Oh, gosh. You know, the Avengers, I think, go to the is- Skull Island because they hear of a monster there that could battle... Godzilla and they find and trap King Kong and lure him into the battle and Tony Stark Ooh. finds a way to control the King Kong Did and you then you get Kong versus Godzilla and you got all these other monsters in an epic like Infinity War end game style battle.
0: So uh, you could tell me on one side of the battlefield you have Godzilla and, and his and monsters no you have Godzilla his oh, monsters yeah. and some villains charging yeah. towards and then on What's the other the multiple side head? What's the multiple uh, head one, monster? Oh, that—that's um, the one that Godzilla just faced in the Mac- most recent one.
1: Yeah, that's the most recent one. It had the three head, three headed monster. Gamora, not Gamora. I think it was Gamora.
0: Is it Gamora?
2: Uh, Anyways, Gamora. he has a
1: multiple different monsters in his world of no, Gamora is freaking the green girl from Avengers. Yeah. Gidora,
2: <laughs> Gidora. <laughs> <Ghidorah. laughs> gotcha. See.
1: Gamora, Gidora. Anyways, Close. so you have an epic battle line drawn, and you have Kong, King Kong, and the entire Avengers from Infinity War going against Godzilla and his monsters. and
0: We'll throw in the Chitari somehow, and we'll have the most epic charge. That would be an amazing We'll <laughs> throw in the so,
1: Chitauri, and we'll even have Thanos without the, the stones. So, What's, what really? He has his battle sword. Ooh. His battle sword that's all he and has.
0: and and if they're not and if the enemy of my enemy is my friend, they that it would easily align thanos and the chitauri with godzilla and the king of the monsters that would be amazing
2: the, what really sucks about the only bad thing about these imaginatives is that we will never see them <laughs> i want to see that cinematically up with these kong because
0: we're already pumped for god's king kong yeah. versus godzilla next but year now throwing them now throw
2: king kong and the avengers
0: versus godzilla and the chitauri and the king of the monsters and a Thanos without the infinity gauntlet <laughs> charging in the most largest battlefield of all time uh, if you build it up right and it's story correctly, correct somewhere you'd ha- be amazing. Where well done, somewhere Cole. in all of this somewhere you, have you gotta Justice have a Jack League. Black. Where's the
2: Justice League? <laughs> <laughs> somewhere <laughs> you gotta Jack have Jack Black, Black filming <laughs> off to the side.
1: Let's, this that Kong movie was horrible. <laughs> Kong movie was so bad.
2: Except for when
0: they fall in the pit and the bugs attack them for fifty minutes. Yeah, that's true. No, anyway. that, so hey, I like that. I like the way you went with that Cole. Yeah. That'd be a good. Yeah, like Kip said, these Imagine-ifs always end with something cinematically that'd be really fun to see as but a will fan. will never happen. And they always... Never we, say never. And we, we start, we'd never see the And Avengers. we start with an idea. We never know where they would go. And I think they, they ended up in a kind of a fun place. So.
2: Yeah.